I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It started with a color man accused of raping a white woman, a confession extracted, a trial hastily set. But just as the trial opened, a mob stormed the courtroom and torched the building to get to the defendant, George Hughes. Court officials fled through a second story window and left Hughes in a steel vault with a bucket of water. Firefighters tried to save the courthouse, but the mob slashed the water hoses to keep the blaze going. The mob then dynamited the vault where Hughes had been left. The mob found him dead, crushed by the explosion, the water bucket almost empty. The courthouse then burned to the ground. Disappointed that they had not gotten to Hughes before he died, the people in the mob hanged his body with a cot- from a cottonwood tree and set it on fire with furniture they looted from the nearby colored hotel. Then they tor- torched the colored district as the colored people of Sherman fled to the homes of white friends or left town. A half dozen colored homes escaped the torching, only because a white man told the mob the houses belonged to him. This was the world Pershing was growing up in. He had learned the rules early in life. Now he was standing at a vacant curb, just him and a white man out prowling. He had never seen the man before. Imagine he must have come in from the country and made a beeline for the colored section with one thing on mind, as was his prerogative. Not just any colored girl, a nice, clean colored girl. The man waited, and Pershing assessed the situation. He was on the colored side of town, a block from the room. He knew every turn alley. He was in the majority around here. He looked at the man. A nice, clean colored girl, he said calculating the risk of what he might say next let me see i'll tell you what you get your mama for me and i'll get you one he didn't wait to see the man's reaction pershing vanished into the colored alleys of five points he couldn't believe what had come out of his mouth his face was flushed and his hands shook he could get hanged for that nothing more needed to happen to remind him who had the power over him and what they could do if they wanted person said years later but it wasn't that you liked the taste of it hey welcome to the black Tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a saturday ready to see back you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black tips leave us five star reviews we only got one this week on stitcher and itunes and Pod- all the stuff we only got one five star review for real y'all for real y'all thought we was in this coronavirus together y'all thought we was all ain't, ain't y'all the same people that was hitting us oh y'all keep doing the podcast don't take no time off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. thought we was all quarantined together well back to taking time off i'm not going crazy for you niggas yeah ungrateful no just kidding uh you can find us on all those places leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport football. and bullet ball extreme um and of course feedback that's what we do um today that we'll get to that but first uh that excerpt is from the warmth of other sons um which you know like i said is an amazing book about the great migration and follows the story of three different black people um and uh, it's by isabel wilkerson um but that that like passage right there so much stuff together because you have obviously the history and the miscarriage of justice that has happened in this town and then you know to black people um the destructiveness of the white racist mob right like they didn't it wasn't enough that they burned down their own essential courthouse because this is before segregation so it wasn't like there was the black courthouse 
the they burned down their own courthouse to be like yeah so um well actually no it might have been during segregation but it wasn't a black courthouse it's just a courthouse but they were like listen we'll burn down our own courthouse to get this nigga so no more trials the rest of the week i guess right till we build the fucking courthouse back up to kill the black man trying just trying to break in they killed him was so upset that they killed him and didn't get a chance to torture him while he was still alive hung his body burned down the colored section of town people's houses took uh the furniture from the colored hotel used that as kindling like these type of stories are all throughout the history of the united states you know when i hear people say stuff like i can't believe this is the america that it it, it has always been the america right right i i yeah you don't want to believe the reality of what america actually is like okay you're ignorant and you don't know history or either you know history and you don't care yeah what you what you're really saying is i don't know my history i don't know history correct i wasn't taught this stuff and uh oh i just didn't believe it i didn't conceptualize it black people have been saying this shit forever i just never believed it um or you know if you're black and you just don't you know when you see black people do stuff like throw away you know their civic duty throw away um you know even when we say stuff like nothing's changed like yeah so it's very similar veins not trying to say there's been uh you know this infinite amount of progress but like some of this shit it's like uh, the 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 amount of hatred and vitriol and unchecked power that the average white person had was so it was even beyond what it is today and today it's ridiculous you know what i mean agreed like it like i can't even imagine really the world where you know um they were you know some of the things they were getting away with you know where something happens in another part of town because they want to kill some black man and they come burn my apartment down like as you know and honestly to a certain extent i think that's where a lot of people when they bring up like well why aren't we unified like back in the day it's like that's where it went because back in the day some shit happened to you they can come burn my shit down too right everybody was affected I, there was no amount of rich i could be to stop mm-hmm. it there was no mm-hmm. amount of light skin i could be to stop it mm-hmm. it was we was in it together by nature of the problem and now i feel like you know we can kind of escape that you know like if the white people get mad enough to burn something down there's black people that live in gated communities now that'll be like i don't know them niggas must have did something you know <laughs> like um but yeah man in a weird way it also um when you think about like the act of rebellion that pershing had because you gotta think about that he could die for that that was not a time where you stand up to a white man and that's it right you know like if a white person decided to make that grudge their life's mission they could come take your life and there was no repercussion for them Mm-mm, your life your family life your kids it was their word would get care it was their word over yours their laws over yours everything you know things were even like i said even worse then than now um so he could have actually been killed for just that you know mild disobedience you know to be like why don't you go get your mama because essentially what he was you know the other thing that was being suggested by that white man was any black woman was essentially a sex worker to him go get me a clean colored girl not this is the prostitute section of town not this oh i you are i see you're a pimp he just stopped a random black boy and was like go get me a clean colored girl because essentially the 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 way white people had 
um and it still exists to this day but the way they had demagogue black women is that they were sexually uh so promiscuous and and greedy for money and all this shit they were all, they were predatory almost mm-hmm. to the point where they were like one unrapeable had no rights could not no black woman's word would ever be believed over a white man uh, but then two where it it then demean their character because you know this is also a time i mean we still look down on on sex work but right. this is a time where the inkling the mere um accusation was enough to besmirch somebody's character and you know that's why i wanted you know when we hear black people today you know bemoan respectability and all this shit i'm like respectability used to literally be life or death yes like your reputation really was all you fucking had and it was the thing that they attacked the most you know and and it unlike now where we just go oh you just think you wide or you just don't want to be like the rest of us it wasn't like that it was i need to be a lady at all times because if not um these people basically start saying you know you're rapable you're i don't have to treat you any way i want to and uh any man can disrespect you and that's why your life is the way it is you know and while we know over this over the centuries that there's still people that think like that yes at that point in time you couldn't say fuck respectability i'm just i'm gonna be out here with my titties out fuck y'all like it wasn't like that so when people do that i'm not my ancestor shit it's like yeah that means you just didn't understand the plight and you didn't you're not able to contextualize what our ancestors went through you know some of our biggest most forward-thinking people of that time people that invented things that we take for granted now like the naacp mm-hmm. part of their thing was like and we have to put on suits and we have to you know and ladies have to walk this way and dress this way and be inside and you know ida, ida may bell i mean <laughs> i mean ida may bell um <laughs> ida b wells um was a person that you know said that a shot that a pistol belonged in like every household uh every black household in the western like frontier and stuff but she also was a woman that wrote respectability columns every week about how we should dress how women should act and all that stuff so i just think contextualizing these situations is what uh what's missing from a lot of analysis these days it it is and it's somewhat uh frustrating that's why when it comes to a lot of like history and stuff like that you almost can't talk to any and everybody because some people are just they just don't know and they're very ignorant and um my time is valuable right and they want you to be ignorant correct you know like they don't want to teach us all this stuff you know white people don't know or believe this shit black people aren't taught this stuff and normally don't seek it out unless uh someone guides them towards it and so you know there's all these you know stereotypes that haunt plague us to this day our ancestors never fought back they was just docile happy slaves singing in the fields and shit um it's like have you looked at the word slavery bitch what who's who the fuck is a happy slave right respectability just came out of nowhere and you know black people just churched up for no reason all this stuff that if you learn if you learn history and you know anything then you're like no the black church was one of the most revolutionary arms of blackness it, in america is one of the few places we could congregate without being monitored correct and it was where a lot of resistance planning took place you know that's why to this day you see one of the first thing black academics do in, in many cases a lot of them go and get like reverend doctoral degrees mm-hmm. because that used to be the bona fide that you needed to talk to black people it was like yeah this nigga might have a phd and some shit but he ain't no motherfucking reverend 
and yeah now you got you know you see a michael eric dyson giving a sermon you see a cornell west giving a sermon because that was a rite of passage you know martin luther king malcolm x um you like so many of these people came from that 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 place it was also a place where you could be educated you could read because you read the bible um you know what i mean mm-hmm. you, you you're supposed to be a good orator and all that stuff so like it's just interesting when you think about history through the lens of like the stuff that we've gotten accustomed to or even learned to think of as not that big a deal like someone telling some white man to suck they dick today i wouldn't be like oh my god you know but yeah at that time person doing that i'm like bro that's like the bravest shit you can do you know so anyway um butterfly in the sky i could go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right, let's get into the feedback and all that stuff. You know who we first got to shout out? The people that went to the blackoutist.com, looked on the right hand side, and said, Let me give you some of this Trump check. <laughs> some of that stimulus. I dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song to you today's a new day new day new trump stimulus checks Shout out to Triangle Wine Co. for the recurring donation. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Hope y'all being able to get by in this uh, Corona apocalypse. Yes. Kalfani G. Chris from Hawaii. Got a one-time donation from Raven G. Who says, y'all deserve. Thank well, thank you. you. Okay. We didn't get no five-star reviews. But you know what? We're going to take the fives and the tens and the twenties. Come on. Uh, Tabitha M. April G. Brianna F. Corey Deticula, Alexis H, Dana W, Tanya S, Samuel H, our boy Wanga from Down Under, Virginia G. We got uh, Hannah L who gives us a one-time donation that says, love the episode from yesterday about Governor Northam Northam, and getting people out voting. Thank you for doing such great work, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you. Thank you, baby. And in addition to the one-time donation, guess what else? What? She became a recurring donator. Go ahead, baby. Thank you. Stunt on them. Go ahead and head to the new members class, comrade. Walk her through it. Uh, Jesse J. Hit, hit us with a brand new recurring donation as well. Welcome to the new members class. Thank you. Rebecca M. Shirley Wong Esquire. Please say the Esquire. Mm-hmm. Tiffany B. Jane M. Virginia P. We got a one-time donation from Nellie L., who says been meaning to do this for a long time and finally getting around to it now that i'm at home all day with your show thank, thank you, you nelly and that's from new zealand y'all okay we are global come on uh lindsey b palmetto stone magic alfonso m jeff f and that's everybody play me out kurt come on even though it hurts me i smile yeah. 
five-star review we got but you want to know something i'm so grateful uh that we got the five-star review from some more pettigroove okay because you came yes, through yes come on through the building when no one was thinking about us you was thinking about us mm-hmm. we appreciate you some more thank you thanks keeping us all up says uh some more five stars apple rod and karen thanks for being here during <clears throat> being here during these crazy times your podcast is needed now more than ever it has gotten me through so so some tough days lately i need these laughs and the realness on a daily mm-hmm. that's what we're doing we're serving laughs and realness <laughs> <laughs> and the quarter, and the category is how to get through the coronavirus <laughs> i was born and raised in nyc so i have a lot of friends and fam living in the middle of the covid19 war zone keep up the good work mark from queens now in oxen texas thank you mark thank you yes crazy man like that's one thing about the internet like it has connected us to so many people and you know there's so many people that are just in my thoughts because i quote unquote know them via the internet and they are living in some of these hottest zones in the world Mm -hmm. for covid19 and you know since i know them most of the time it's black people and stuff too so like i super you know worry about that with the you know with covid19 affecting us the most at the at this moment Mm -hmm. so you know um that is you know i'm glad to be giving people excuse to stay inside and uh and chill you know and hopefully write five star reviews when they get time too but you know hey hey you know priorities priorities uh well, all right let's get episodes we have feedback on the website the black guy who uh the first episode was it's never whatever which was our uh um and no comments on that one but we had a poll that had comments the poll was have you unfriended or unfollowed people over politics in 2020 karen Karen has not 60% said yes I know I have (laughs) several people they said some stupid shit I'm over it I can't do it no more I'm done and I guess because I don't really pay attention and you know um, the way Facebook filter out and the way I put stuff out they don't that not that they're not out there it's gone down over the years but it's just one of those things where I don't actually see it I feel you um 40 percent people said no so i mean it's not like you're alone in that right um at any rate raven says i voted no in the poll because i have already unfriended everyone around me with messed up political ideas back in 2016 so there was no need to unfriend anyone else now i feel you but they just be popping out like i but you know what i know i have way more facebook friends than the average person so right right like motherfuckers just be volunteering uh and says same as raven i cut them loose long ago uh brichet says 
uh i haven't unfollowed anyone over politics in 2020 yet but i feel it coming right i can feel it in the in the universe too before when the unfollow is about to happen uh they, mm-hmm. and 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 not only for the politics is uh the coronavirus because coronavirus uh, apparently is politics too so throw that in the mix when you talk about politics yeah that counts too if you okay un- if you unfollowed anybody over some coronavirus hot takes i count that yes because it's breaking down over political lines mm-hmm. like i don't know i think i brought it on the show but like i'll bring it up one more time the fucking um protest for the people that go we want to open up the economy again you know they're in the the the, the republicans that are in states that have blue governors or whatever they're the ones being like nah we want to go out and we don't want social distancing like open up the businesses again let us go out to restaurants blah 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 and one thing i find funny um is that these motherfuckers only have one outfit it doesn't even matter what the (laughs) it doesn't matter what the protest is for nope has anyone else noticed this shit it's, it don't matter if it's a you can't look at a picture and tell what the protest is about nope. is it for gun rights is it for pro-life is it for the alt-right is it for uh opening up the state's economy again is it a trump rally it like i <laughs> don't you they all dress alike the same way like it's always a gun a bulletproof vest some shades some american flag paraphernalia normally some trump signs or something like that some nazi signs you the confederate flag it don't matter what the fuck the protest is and, no, and normally uh some form of blue jeans and, and a lot of them would like to wear them blue jean uh coats or vests and jackets but it could be like we against taco tuesday and they show up with the same, same fucking thing they never change they don't even get embarrassed when they show up wearing the same thing like <laughs> oh my god i was gonna wear my orange vest and here you are showing wearing yours like it's insane man i get so confused every like honestly i don't know why the media actually travels anywhere to take the picture you actually don't need to take the picture if you went to charlottesville you already have all the pictures it's just that again with these motherfuckers out there in the motherfucking uh sunglasses a hat uh some flags guns uh and all the hell i'm like what what do you need guns for to talk about social distancing what do you need a flag for what does trump have to do with this it has nothing to do with anything y'all just make everything the same thing it's crazy you know oh ben and jerry's is they said they they no longer gonna support um second amendment or something well let me go get my gun let me go get my shades and eat my trump flag I'm, come on can't forget my american That's flag not, pants they got all the checklists all i'm got the same ass checklist where's my camo i'm like are you going honey <laughs> yes, camo. are you going honey did you still tell you six what are you doing make up your fucking mind god these people get on my nerves like can't y'all mix it up once in a while like just dress as confederate soldiers one time just throw us off come on we'd be like oh shit damn I, I didn't even know what this rally was about you know god i missed the days of clan robes bring them back okay and at least i knew knew which was there for this shit is crazy dragging the eagles into this and stuff it's, anyway poor bald eagles uh let's see and says same as raven i cut them loose long ago uh oh well i said that one already uh brochet says also there are still a lot of people defending churches being open and i can't have that stupidity on my feed much longer i did most of my unfriended during the black lives matter years mm-hmm. 
touche i'm telling you that period of time between 2007 to about 2016 that's when a lot of interracial friendships had had to go mm-hmm like you you found out who was down you know and i'm sure relationships is even worse you know uh barbara says i also did the mute unfollowing friend back in 2016 that being said i've been snoozing and hiding facebook posts a lot since the beginning of the year for non-political reasons me too man like I, i'm not ashamed to say that i will unfollow somebody mm-hmm. real smooth because i that's the other thing too with us especially with us being trapped in the house now i think people operate in patterns and sometimes people's pattern is like what i would de- what i would describe as frisky mm-hmm. like they saying things that they want to get a response that will start some sort of debate or argument yes and when i see that energy like because you know it'll show you a couple times on your feed every few days or whatever when i see somebody has that energy a lot of times i will go ahead and unfollow them because i'm like you're looking for conflict i don't know if you're just bored or what but you're hoping to get like that and it, you know it doesn't it could just be passive aggressive but you're hoping to get that moment for you to like argue with people and i, I don't really look for that no no I, I i don't look for it either and i know for me yeah uh and for some people it is not even political stuff i'll just mute you in a heartbeat it's a lot of y'all that i'm like i don't give a fuck about what the hell you talking about yeah i think for me it's like i don't go out looking for the shit and i also try not to post anything to start some shit but right. you know sometimes you just find out oh can't be friends with this person that sucks uh let's see viva says nope i let them jokers go last decade well i mean that's only like four months ago uh laquita laquita says but it still counts i count it laquita says i had to delete one of my bros turns out he was a dramatic music burn it bro dun, dun, dun. once <laughs> once sanders dropped out i asked does bernie dropping out mean another four years i legit thought i knew my audience yeah so you got you was out to act frisky man you know they're gonna come through uh one of Don't my have nothing else to say but they'll speak on that shit won't they uh one of my guys came through like yeah we putting him back in he said it was such authority i got upset i got more upset because he black and we had been out uh he was an imposter how can he be a trump support i couldn't hit the block button quick enough so glad i didn't give him any because i would have had to buy one of them good cleansing eggs Mm -hmm. goop cleansing eggs yeah (laughs) i feel you man that is that's gotta be a scary feeling for the single people you fuck somebody and find out later they're a trump supporter or something right like i don't know how they slide by the radar but I got, you know how they slide by because the vast majority of us would never do it so i can see why nobody would just default yeah, assume that's that. not the that's not the topic of conversation yeah right there's probably a million things you ask on a date before you get to you let me just check you didn't vote for trump did you because like i think i would be insulted if i was on a date and somebody's like so you you didn't vote for trump i'll be like you know this date is over okay i thought you understood that i was not that type of nigga yeah a lot of people eliminate themselves way before you get there do i look like i comb brush my hair from the back or or sideways do i brush my hair from the front or what okay look at me all right let's look at the uh the next episode 284 uh this is when janelle james is on uh 2084 Mm -hmm. uh it was called quarantine fight to the death (laughs) ah 
brooklyn shoe bay says oh my god janelle james was wonderful mm-hmm. this episode had me falling on the floor especially the guest the race three-way that ended in a fight right i love how you slipped that adam and eve ad in although i just bought a new vibrator for the quarantine i might go to adam and eve on the strength of your read hey, hey come on then you can use the code over and over again in regards to janelle saying that vibrators are too efficient i agree but once i had kids i did not have the time to be leisurely lol such a great <laughs> funny episode right you gotta get straight to it and uh, you can't be fucking around they only got mm-hmm. 10 minute nap operators for busy people but i guess in the quarantine maybe everybody ain't as busy you know we're sitting around uh i was saying depends on what's going on you actually might be busier because now you have to squeeze it in where you can because the kids yeah that's what Mama! i'm saying that's what i'm saying for some people it might be the opposite like everybody don't have kids everybody don't you know work from home so for some people it's like no now's the time where i can lay out a picnic blanket light some candles and take my time go to town on myself you know what i mean and you know maybe a vibrator isn't exactly what you want for that you know uh oh my uh mom says oh my god janelle was so funny y'all bring on the best guest social distance hugs for all the singles and folks with kids who can't get any privacy feeling that quarantine horniness the first three weeks of quarantine were rough but hey but we figured it out love Iman. thank you thank you yeah man i mean the divorce rate is gonna go up because of the quarantine man the breakup rate all that shit because i mean motherfuckers are about to you know get the test of a lifetime you know being in proximity to people that even when you like them or if you sometimes love them do you love them 24 7 enough to be around their ass all the time do you everybody don't have that you know no they don't and it's also one of those things where for a lot of people the sexual activity may go down because y'all around each other all of the time yeah like it's gonna be a test on everybody then how cool are you with all that stuff and whatnot so you know I, I already see it now you know i'll be on minding my business on on twitter facebook or something you see them subliminals and you're like wait a minute i think this couple is having an issue you know what i mean mm-hmm. we all seeing it you know like this is a shady instagram post but who could it ever be about you know quarantine now we know who it's about it's it's not like when you was out and about doing shit all the time like now everybody's sitting around like oh i know who business this is like it's crazy <laughs> uh the poll is are you still having sex in the quarantine yes no or does sex with yourself count if so yes uh karen yes uh well no for me i don't know (laughs) what (laughs) who am i having sex with then let me know right is there a clone in here yes 24 percent 19 percent say no and 58 percent say the sex with your count self count if so yes uh kim doc says the amount of anecdotes you hear about people risking everything to leave that isolation and hook up with that old thing or the random thing is wow wow yeah man yeah it ain't worth the coronavirus i'm sure it's easy for me to judge or whatever but uh-huh. but you know i'm already predispositioned to be like i'm i'm fucking i don't really like people like that all anyway yeah, right so i can't even imagine it but maybe if you get horny enough it's like i i got to, to risk it i don't know hope i never find out and not just funny that's the kind of where the uh dildos and all this other stuff come in handy because a lot of times once you quote unquote get it out of your system you'll be fine mm-hmm. uh miss Barnes says i'm my own best date i cook myself dinner i smell good and i'm quick to entertain myself i just don't know how i'm still single in these times 
too happy by yourself that's what it is you're too happy like i know niggas start getting on your nerves like wow why even waste the time i'm great company right it I, must be you it must be you it, it, can't, it, can't, <laughs> it can't be me because i am fine by myself right I, I hope you don't think it's something i did right because the thing is you just the second they start getting on your nerves you be like mm, i actually had better time by myself right. you can go um this episode uh 285 uh 2085 uh ralph northam for president a lot of people love this episode Mm -hmm. um people love the last one too though with janelle like there were people all on twitter and hashtag and stuff um and i do love when janelle's on Mm -hmm. i always feel like janelle forgets how good a time she has with us and then (laughs) life happens i do the same thing by the way these people that i forget how good a time i had and then i'll be like why would i ever want to do blank and then i do it and i'm like this is the funnest shit ever why don't i do this every day you know anyway uh we had comments for episode 2085 ralph northam for president jl calvin jl left us a comment the ralph northam segment was a complete masterpiece actual cry laughing thank you <laughs> thank you that's how praise is. high high praise highest of praise <laughs> yes um, from my non-comedian ass that's high praise yeah we had a good time we did uh d ramsey says five stars for everything ralph northam shouts out to Karis clapping and puns hashtag michael jackson <laughs> mm-hmm. he was doing it dia writes in hi rod and karen i wanted to provide feedback on the article you read that mentioned covid19 symptoms the article mentions a woman who experienced spasms i never heard that my friend from grad school who lives in detroit just went home saturday after being in the hospital with covid19 she gave a 17 minute interview to the local public radio station she works in political pr and was experiencing aches in her upper back the day before the michigan primary but assumed it was sinuses because that is how it starts for her she figured she would push through she went on to experience chest pains and seeing blood when she went to the bathroom i never heard about that either yeah i've heard about that one um uh, from people that actually have um even people that have recovered they say that um that was one of the signs um i'm so grateful that she is recovering she is also the first person i've heard say that after the virus leaves you need about eight weeks to recover and she also needs physical therapy yeah people that's you know when you hear people say stuff like herd immunity or just let it go through the population only one to three percent of the people is dying and most people recover they when they think recover they think not die this is a lot like um whenever you read an article and it says uh they were able to escape without life-threatening wounds without life-threatening wounds could be a lot of shit yes sir like okay well now you don't have a hand you know what i mean like your life wasn't threatened but the nigga not having a hand is a big deal for the rest of your yeah, life my life wasn't threatened but i can't walk the same i can't move the same i, I might lose my sight yeah so i think this is one of those catch-alls it is what happens when we think of people as numbers and not actual people right and that's one of the threats of the COVID 19 situation is that it's such a vast um situation that most people are just throwing numbers out oh there's over two million cases oh six hundred and twenty five thousand people have it across the the world uh this many people have died um and it makes people compartmentalize it into like yeah that's not that bad but it's like no if you have it and you're sick enough to either go to the hospital or sick enough to be bedridden or whatever 
there's a chance that your recovery is not gonna be 100 percent. they don't and because we haven't had it existing that long we don't know like there's people uh there were studies they did in china that said people were regaining 80 percent of their lung capacity which means they weren't coming back to at full 100 percent at the time that they have been doing this testing maybe that changes maybe it doesn't we don't fucking know so the best case is try not to get it not only that they act like that two to three percent don't have fucking family members and nobody else is attached to them is going to be impacted like them people just drop off the face of the earth and everybody just goes on with life no bitch it's hundreds of people connected to this part to these people that's dying thousands yes it's not just numbers right uh there's so much about this virus we don't know symptoms and all spasms black back aches blood is very serious here's a link if you care to listen the michigan primary was march 10th she went to the er that week but did not get admitted to the hospital until march 30th if i recall she outlines everything she did to get a test and ultimately get admitted to a hospital she basically battled covid19 for two weeks without a diagnosis and by the time she could get a covid test she could not breathe thank you for being continued light during this health crisis i normally listen to my during my commutes but now i listen while i work from my little island in the kitchen it makes the day go by much faster hope you have something that blesses you as much as you both have blessed me with content over the years thank you dear thank you and i'll tell you what blesses me these five star reviews yes sir uh and then she also said comment number two i should have waited till i finished the episode goodness when you mentioned people getting covid twice my mind went through those final destination movies like the virus comes right back around lord help yeah someone wrote in an email about that so we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit when we get to the email sections at the end of the show okay sofa king says lol y'all niggas crazy hashtag blackface lives matter <laughs> we had a good time talking about old ralph we had a great time speaking of ralph the poll was would you consider voting for ralph northam to be president yes yes or no 89 percent of you guys said yes which means only 11% of y'all said no. And I gotta say, I'm in the 89%. Yes, sir. I'm not even joking about mm-hmm. that shit. Mm-hmm. I will leverage this blackface all the way to freedom. All the way. Y'all wanna talk about getting socialism. We can get it if we get this motherfucker in on the ballot. Come on. He'll do anything to get us off his ass. <laughs> you forgive me yet? I'll forgive you when the reparations check come. All right, I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. We'll be, give me a second. Um, uh so yeah then we got answers rebecca says your reading rainbow was fire today just to tie in some of the things you were talking about the usps is on the brink of shuttering if they are not funded immediately congress and senate are dragging their feet to get this done while it's great that northam is extending the mail vote it's going to be real hard to mail in votes if there's no usps yeah that's one of the reasons i think republicans are doing this Mm, right because especially now they want to use covid19 uh coronavirus as a voter suppressant yes that's what they want to do in, in my opinion i know it's a conspiracy or whatever but you know i don't think it's that conspiratorial when we saw what happened in wisconsin no it's not um i'm here i'm real tired of people uh, i'm real tired of hearing people say to just let it close close or be turned over to private sector idiot idiot right do you know how expensive that shit is the mail a letter with just like uh my um like uh so we have a p.o box at like a ups store type thing or fedex whatever Mm -hmm. and to mail just like a letter like if i want to mail y'all's um christmas cards from here to wherever you are um there's two ways 
i can put a stamp on it and put it in the mail and for like you know 40 cents or whatever the fuck a stamp 50 cents or whatever right then there's people that you know you're out of, you're out of the country or whatever if i use our post office people it's so fucking expensive but if i for a card like this is not a car you know how much a christmas card weighs if i go to the to the post office i'm talking like i've never paid more than a couple of dollars right to get it anywhere in the world people are and it's so reliable like it's honestly the people that normally fuck up my packages are not the usps it's normally somebody else like mm-hmm. one of these private companies mm-hmm. you know i i don't know people it, this is that and you know the only reason that the, the post office used to be fine by the way they didn't have any deficit or any of the shit Mm-mm. what happened was reagan tried to uh, tried to uh his administration tried to privatize it and it's never been the same since like republicans fucked it up and now they blame that they go we should close it because it's fucked up it was doing fine (sighs) or my other okay Karen. about to say and uh, a little bit more on the postal service people in these rural areas which where a lot of white people live in the middle of bumblefuck nowhere they're going to be impacted more than any other group because fedex and 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 you pay i mean fedex you know all these they actually charge extra fees to go out in the middle of bumblefuck nowhere they actually charge you for to go out into the middle of goddamn nowhere and the thing is on the real this will impact small businesses like like i don't think people realize the impact of this people saying this now until they get charged out the ass just to mail regular ass shit and when you can't even fucking afford the like you're losing jobs now losing health care shit you can't afford that you're not gonna be able to pay 27 dollars for a privately you know a private sector mailing of some shit that's just crazy yeah you're gonna have pieces of the country that are literally going to be cut off from everything you know most of our companies is particularly work for any company of any size that's how they said they mail you your w-2s they mail letters like uh, so many people use the regular ass postal service um uh or my other favorite is all i get is junk mail anyway we see how easily manipulated we can be with our internet image uh uh with our internet uh i guess imagine a company in charge of um our mail in votes with a vested interest in a particular candidate exactly like it's the other thing is it's an impartial organization you know i don't know who the fuck fedex and ups and and you know i don't know who they give their money to and who they would want to see win an election right and maybe that would affect some things uh see georgia 2018 midterms for example i do not have an answer as to how to say the post office but republicans have worked a good decade for the post office to falter Uh, well you know what man when they are cutting trillion dollar checks i don't need a good answer cut the check you find the money for all the other shit just cut the fucking check and i blame the american populace for this because mm-hmm. we are the ones who sit on our asses pat ourselves on the back for sitting on our asses and expect to be catered to with no fucking investment in the system and then we lose the things that people need you think you care about people who are disenfranchised marginalized and poor the post office also hires a lot of black people black and brown people when you talk about being able to afford shit people that don't have money they need the post office to work but you have people that pat themselves on the back because they're like if bernie doesn't win i'm not gonna do anything or i voted for jill stein or i don't feel like voting 
fuck everybody man fuck those people but this is the shit that's on the ballot too these are all the things that aren't campaign issues that can absolutely be changed on a drop of a dime with the wrong person in charge on the point of it's only junk mail, junk mail i get from the post office one the post office has a contract with amazon to deliver packages in rural areas mm-hmm. two the banking system and legal system is going to have a hell of a time with no postal service nick dog um motherfucking uh the fedex and all them they use the post office mm-hmm. all the time some somebody uh i got a package from canada today they, they guess what guess who guess what i had to go pick it up at the post office you know because at the end of the day the post office is gonna is gonna be the thing because companies in canada don't actually send canadian trucks across the border to drive to my house it's it, it, the people are crazy man uh the banking system and legal system is gonna have a hell of a time with no postal service right not not to mention the irs who most of y'all that would expecting the people expecting a physical trump check guess what who's giving it to you guess how it's gonna get to your house it ain't gonna be motherfucking fedex uh thank you both for a great week thus far of episodes thank you thank you viva says i mean what do we have to lose hashtag i'm over it (laughs) (laughs) yeah what do i have to lose that's the best one and ma says if he ever runs i just want people i just want people at his rallies to chant moonwalk 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 (laughs) and then then he looks at his wife and she gives him the nod of approval and she stopped (laughs) and she stopped him that one other time it was like uh it will be like how i felt seeing bill clinton play the sax on arsenio hall when i was in fourth grade come on yeah man if the moonwalk is crucial i'm telling you y'all not ready because black people are gonna do a complete 180 on this man and be like i love this black man come on it's we, gonna be a gift and everything i mean on on the internet you know people will still be acting like oh the, see this pandering blah blah but but in real life, life black on. people love white people that can dance yeah tick tock and everything we can't help ourselves it's something in our dna i don't know what it is but it's true white like you know the word the way the wave now is to pretend like it's no big deal but every time you see a white person that can actually dance it it do something to your soul yeah it does the uh episode 2086 was crocs versus gators and says so the thing the surgeon general said about night for big mama and abuela and uh abuela is strange because when the who said the same thing it referenced to heavy drinking in europe but we won't hear that version uh and it's a quote alcohol compromises the body's immune system and increases the risk of adverse health outcomes the who regional office for europe said on the site late tuesday citing the heavy alcohol use throughout the continent yeah but and i guarantee their whatever version of public health official didn't come out and say do it for your mama mia or like <laughs> you know what i'm saying they didn't do that it was like everybody like it don't matter this affects you like the cat the black people and the brown people we got to do it for pop pop okay do it for big mama and her and her missing diabetes arm like dude uh dr gay says in reference to the people who have tested positive then negative and then positive again for sars cov2 the cases where this occurred the return to a positive test occurred shortly after the negative test this implies that it was not a case of reinfection but relapse the tests that were being used at the time were not as sensitive as the ones currently in use making this scenario less likely in the future furthermore they have done tests on non-human primates which suggests that reinfection is unlikely 
uh how long natural immunity lasts is not known some of those infected with sars saw a reduction in immunity after around two years mers antibodies lasted a little longer that being said reinfection in the near term is highly unlikely i do have a phd in health services and have studied this stuff however you can also speak you can also ask coqui negra about it it's fairly important discussion to have as it will have broad implications for how the pandemic is handled uh appreciate you dr gay like you know we don't know everything we just some niggas talking but right and, um, and it changes and evolves every day so i don't know yeah I, the word and the verbiage i've been seeing has been reinfected and uh but you're right maybe it's just a relapse and maybe everybody's tripping either way to me it doesn't sound like it should change much of how things are treated um because um the advice generally is stay your ass inside right and we do know that um like i listened to uh why can't i remember the name of this reveal it's called reveal podcast or something like that and they talked to people that were living under quarantine and there's varying time frames for what they really think quarantine should be we're the ones going by 14 days but there's other places where there's like 21 days you know there's places where they treat it shorter where they like just stay in for a week you know uh science is still developing on a lot of this stuff testing and all this stuff finding out like how long someone's infected for the different environments people's infections can do what are we symptomatic people like how does it spread from them and stuff like that so um the main thing they're saying wear these masks stay inside don't you know seem like that's the way to that's gonna be the way to go you know if they if people just start being like well you had it so you can't get it again go outside like we're gonna have to be very careful about what that means exactly correct because they like i said they found people that even after they've quote unquote recovered have still been producing um enough uh coronavirus uh particles and uh molecules in the air or whatever to give some to infect somebody so i don't know and even that one like the the dead the corpse gave somebody one like i i I don't know man um miss barnes 72 says i'm part of oh wait eve says last uh last sure did life sure did come at that nascar driver fast Mm-hmm. he could have kept that fake apology he only sorry he got caught why is it when these races slip up they always say it's not who they are clearly it is and wouldn't you know it people pulled up old tweets about him being against kneeling during the anthem sounds like this thing is pretty on brand for him hope he enjoys unemployment well you know what ev and apparently karen i'm gonna push back on that a little bit just a little bit that might not be who he is you know i think um there's a there's this this thing where i give you a perfect example like it's really what you want to believe right like we black people grew up with hip-hop almost every black person you know says bitch whether it's affectionately derisively just as a you know you can say bitch the same way people say nigga like just uh whether it's gendered not gendered whatever right if you could go through the archives of our footage of of all time you're gonna find moments where you slip up and say bitch or you say bitch trying to be funny and it's not that and it's fucked up you say it in a misogynistic way or something you slip up there's gonna be some people that go well then that's you that's you forever you fucking hate women you you'll never change this is what you really are um 
you know or you know there's gonna be people that will understand if you're like well i slipped up but no i don't really sit around feeling like women are bitches and below men and all this shit depending on your life experience whether you believe that person or not and now that's true but whether it's true or not none of us can call only the person saying it knows so i look at nigga the same way a lot of this is cultural like these white people say nigga like i don't think i've never been under any every single white person in existence in america at least has said that shit at least once whether in jest whether in anger whatever when we're not around i don't i'm not a single white person i don't give a fuck how cool you think they are the coolest white person you know ralph northam did blackface now i don't know if that's the real him or if the ralph northam that's giving us all freedom is the real him at the end of the day i've just kind of resigned to the fact i don't know no but i do know that it's cultural more than individual and so this individual kind of targeting of like this person is a racist because they said this thing i i think sometimes it's is applicable when it's especially when it's something said like um you know when you say something like uh like say if he were to be like you know man these niggers uh i hate these niggers or something like that that's to me is different than him being like nigger or whatever that being said it doesn't matter that much to me i'm not you know what i'm saying it's not like i'm trying to like redeem the man go to the cookout i'm not gonna watch nascar i don't support the man in any way but i do find that there's um there's this this piling on that happens when we find the individual person that says nigger as if each individual person isn't basically affected by this huge industrialized nigger complex that just niggers us all right <laughs> like that's really what it is you know i'm not i'm not even joking that's but that's really what it is like all these people are indoctrinated into this shit right you know maybe he'll get maybe this will be his wake-up call that maybe it won't i I don't i don't really care to be honest because i don't know this man but Mm -hmm. you know i think about that shit a lot you know and maybe i'll let y'all into my world a little deeper than y'all you know um than y'all uh typically go but because i you know i've been saying since we started this show i don't look at white people saying nigger the way white black most black people do um maybe it's because of the comedy side of me or something like that but to me i I can i can see how somebody can say nigger and be white and mean it as a joke and it don't be funny to me but i don't assume what it's because you're a piece of shit racist that hates black people like it just depends yeah agree it depends on the context and the joke to be honest Uh, and i hope that people and i think also everyone who does stuff like that now he's not a comedian but everyone who has done something stupid like that is mostly because they don't respect comedy and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about and so when you have a lack of respect for comedy as in general and a lack of respect for what your words mean or when you just feel like an entitled asshole and you don't care all that stuff blends in together you know the the real crux of it is i don't know how much it matters to me personally whether or not you're a stone cold racist or whether or not you just thought it was funny to act like a stone cold racist you know what i mean like it really takes a lot for me to be able to like to 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 look past that and be like okay you fucked up but you're not i don't think you're racist you know like his uh the black dude bubba watson that's a nascar racer now um he came out and was like 
you know um i know kyle and and he's not like that and blah blah, blah. and i thought fuck man i feel so bad for bubba now because even if that's the truth you're now the one black dude who works over there saying this dude is cool you know you think one day he, he will need another chance and stuff like that like it's a terrible situation for all those people to be in except you know i don't feel as much sympathy for the dude who said it i just don't see why he did that shit but whether he's like and i this isn't a defense of him he might be a stone cold car carrying racist I, he could be but my point is he might not be it just don't really matter um miss barnes says i'm part of the facebook target chat for team members i turn i turn for employees and the word karen is thrown around like nigga in a rap uh with the hard en at that it's universally used by white and black folks alike you see these chicks out always speaking to a manager the police ask for a supervisor in person and on the phone it never ends these hoes can be at the heavenly gates asking to speak to god when they find out they can't get into heaven shaking my damn head yeah that that karen energy is strong (laughs) sometimes you gotta chat on your inner karen though guys uh the poll is do you ever find yourself doom scrolling yes or no yes i have before i've actually but yeah initially because i just wanted to know and learn and figure out what the fuck is happening and all that shit but i I had to stop that well you're not alone in this uh the majority of our audience has done this 58 percent 58 percent of our audience finds themselves doom scrolling sometimes 42 percent said no which uh shout out to your discipline guys mm-hmm. rebecca says i don't need to doom scroll i just need to look out my window still have to go to work every day my neighbor is sick with the rona and the paper mill my husband works at blew up yesterday jesus Th- ha- thanks for a great episode you two stay safe no nigga you stay safe you stay safe don't worry about us we worried about you Dunder mifflin blowing up like what the fuck is going on in the paper mill that it could blow up <laughs> right i thought everything's supposed to be like either wet or paper in there right there ain't supposed to be nothing i mean no flames i mean shit just paper uh iman says i voted no but does it count if you keep scrolling and watching and reading unsolved murder cases or stories about serial killers if yes then i change my vote Nah, that's not the same Mm-mm. i've been listening to the um you must remember Mer- uh um charles manson murder that shit is wild uh podcast and i don't think that counts the same as uh doom scrolling Mm-mm you know uh don't white people was crazy as hell uh all right we have um no comments on our last episode white florida sheriff's deputy but we do have a um poll with some comments do you stand up for yourself at work yes all the time sometimes rarely or no never karen sometimes sometimes 56 percent of the audience is in your category karen sometimes they stand up for themselves it, it depends on the situation and all that type of stuff you know i'd also throw in this though it also depends on the job because right. are you in a job where you need to consistently have to stand up for yourself or right. you know because i think in some jobs it is like i'm always fighting to prove my love and in some jobs it's like well they treat me well i don't really get in situations where i need to be like hey i'm standing up for myself yeah and also depends on the position that you have because certain positions yeah actually demand that, that missionary is always hidden <laughs> <laughs> apparently it is <laughs> uh <laughs> yes all the time 22 percent uh 56 percent say sometimes 20 percent say rarely and two percent say no never 
i feel you shout out to your honesty on that one miss barnes 72 says i have to stand up for myself in the position that i am in mainly because i know my self-worth there have been too many times i rolled over and they all it got me was stress and headaches come on somebody or it irks my soul that so many assholes of low self-esteem have to pick on other people but i have to fight my battles when i feel that my work knowledge is being questioned on a project Woo! i felt that in my soul for a second i did too take me to church amen uh because uh i definitely have been that way i've been that way in personal relationships more than work stuff where i'm like i guess i'll let this shit slide and then later I, it comes back i'm like i shouldn't have let that shit slide this motherfucker is terrible like i picked i seen it from the dough and i still let the shit in the house you know that's on me um <laughs> let's get into uh i think we have some feedback from the line a 704-557-0186 is the voicemail um just call leave us a message two minutes or less it will get cut off this person got cut off and they wrote us an email but i'm gonna play it anyway okay um but yeah feel free to call us 704-557-0186 is the voicemail line on skype so you know two minutes or less guys all right we're not playing voicemail don't play no it don't play It, it starts counting immediately right um there we go yeah what up rod and karen this is Tony calling y'all from the good old state of Mississippi. And, man, I appreciate y'all for sharing this news about everything that's going on with this virus and keeping everybody entertained and everything. And I'm down here in Mississippi, well, right here outside of Memphis, man. And I can understand where y'all coming from because we're living in this area where we have three states right here and everybody's doing something different. Like Tennessee shut everything down a couple, about a month ago. Mississippi is about two weeks behind everything. And, you know, I'm working in a place that's deemed an essential place, and people are still just walking in like nothing is going on. They're still wanting to use the same services. Our company's trying to limit contact with customers, and people are still walking in, still wanting us to engage with them and interact with them. And you're telling them, we're telling them that we're doing things differently, and we're trying to protect everybody, not just ourselves, our customers, everybody's family. And, you know, we're still getting pushback on things because we're not doing things, quote unquote, the way that we've always been doing it. And I know it's an inconvenience and it's just wild that some people just disregarding that. I know the mayor in West Memphis right across the river from us came out and just basically told everybody to stay their ass at home. Um, but uh, we still got people just out here just wilding like nothing's going on. And... Like I said, I just appreciate y'all for just sharing this news and everybody listening. Hey, just keep the, the, what everybody's saying. You know, if you don't have a reason to go out, I try my best not to go out, but you know, my wife works in healthcare and I'm working there in the service that's deemed essential. So we both have to go out every day, go to work. And our son is here at the house and we're just trying to do our best to protect ourselves and our family. We're not interacting with anybody else outside of our house. So. That's all I, I got for it. And, you know, like I said, if you. And that's when he got cut off. But yeah, man, you have to do that. I, uh, well, my mom made us some masks, um, the other day. And, you know, we had to practice social distancing, man. We came to pick up the mask and we had to, we stayed in the car. She came outside and waved, you know, like, uh, you definitely, you know, it's just changed things, but, this is the right thing to do the smart thing to do and sadly the thing that 
that that i see that sometimes gets to me is when we go out and you see people that don't have the mask don't even cover their face don't yeah, don't do social distancing right. like a lady today i look i i looked at her like and she didn't stay around me long but i looked at her like okay now you you need to move ma'am right you know these you have these moments where it's just like some people don't think this is serious enough to change and then obviously we're not as it's not as bad for us as i've seen in places where you literally have people that are like you know i'm the governor we ain't doing it we just gonna act like everything's normal or the people that do the like uh yeah, we we got to do social distancing but i'm gonna go and rally against this uh you know uh to 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 prove some type of point to trump i hate that shit yeah and for a a lot of companies they've changed their procedures and things like that i know that uh for for where i work at they certain uh branches actually literally lock their doors they like mm-hmm. no redesign you better call us and let us know you coming we we're not even going to let you in here so you're just gonna be mad outside calling us while you look at us because they's like it is not a motherfucking case we said curbside pickup we meant curbside pickup bitch yep yep um and i appreciate the people that come in and like you know i was in uh uh public's the other day and uh the guy was like hey sir you it's supposed to the lane is one way only it's because they changed all the lanes are one way only and i was like oh thank you like i appreciate like he on his job like yes please tell everyone because i'm trying to do whatever it takes to protect myself and others period um all right last voicemail yo this is uh at mom's drag with swag on twitter sierra um nigga i, I Right. I need you to watch. Karen, I need you to watch. Season one. Episode five of hashtag black as fuck. Digger. Digger. Period. Kenya. 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 I'm sold. Nigger. The first title was called Between Free. <laughs> Episode five is called Yo, Between Me and You. Nigga slavery. I, I just, because this is, this is, this is Fubu. This is Fubu, and I need you to watch this, because this is the shit that I'm, this is a conversation that, Rod, you have been talking about since you created the Black Capitalism segment and before. Nigga. This is why I watch Tyler Perry, How to Get Away with Murder, Us, Green Book, all this, cause, nigga, I'm a multifaceted nigga. Shout out, I love it. Full fucking circle <laughs> moment, nigga. It's on Netflix, nigga. I just keep it in there, nigga. It's, it's a nigga <laughs> moment, and I just wanted to share with you this moment in niggardry. And um, Karen and Ryan, please be safe. It's all right, Karen, to stay in the house. Fuck that balcony. Fuck that air. It's okay, girl love you bye Uh, Bye, thank you sierra um i just started getting out a little bit more but uh yeah for a while it was just straight mm -mm. outside nah we good we can't be friends yeah y'all y'all can say it's okay not to be out there till y'all i don't want to be in here with her being all depressed like (laughs) yeah it has has started to affect me because i because i can say when you're used to going outside three times a day like you know because 
at my job i would morning break and afternoon break and lunch i was used to getting the sun now i wasn't getting no sun that shit started to affect me i didn't realize how much it started to affect me yeah so i can't y'all y'all can talk that shit from uh over there but over here i got to live here so and it started making a difference when i started going outside right some some sunshine and some melanin need they need each other so you know i got some gotta get out the house a little bit you know and i like i said our balcony we not even in high traffic we the lowest traffic balcony in the fucking complex i think we all we literally will be fine like if the rona hop around there it was just gonna we was it was like final destination we was gonna die that day no matter what no matter what uh but yeah i will check out black as fuck uh my girl bossy's been watching it and she uh hit me up about it and she loves it and she was like this is everything about black twitter you know and i'm gonna be real man Uh, unpopular opinion i guess or maybe it's a popular opinion but not with twitter niggas i don't hate kenya burris and i don't know why i don't know why Mm -mm. I, i don't know why we have to like or why people are so adamant that this nigga's like the evilest motherfucker in the world it's really like niggas get successful and then immediately the people that was like starred for this black person to come fill this gap immediately turned on a man like some of the like uh like and i'm not saying all his i mean he's probably put out what over 100 episodes between blackest mixed this and fucking uh grownish mm-hmm. he probably put out hundreds of episodes of content at this point i'm assuming you're not gonna agree with some of the points some of the episodes some but here's my thing if you person listening to this ever was able to put out hundreds of episodes of content there's somebody else you just haven't made it to that level yet correct there's somebody sitting around being like man fuck you and the way you feel about that is probably how he feels which is this is the real me this is as honest as as truthful as i see things through the comedic lens that i'm you know gonna make and yeah so you might not fuck with all of this shit and that's gonna be okay but a lot of people do you know and i think what gets lost in the shuffle with all the complaints online is that a lot of people fuck with this shit yes, everything people talk bad about that's super popular well, there's a lot more people that actually like it and don't have those problems with it Mm-mm. you and know it, it or they or they had those problems and they overlook it because they're like it's not that big a deal that and it didn't become popular because nobody was watching the shit yeah that's what I'm, yeah so you know it's just i don't know it's interesting you know i i've i normally just say this shit for the show or talk to people offline mm-hmm. but like sometimes i really do not understand the impetus to to be so pro-black that you hate all the black shit Correct. you know what i mean you get the shit that you claim because diversity is part of it and you claim we're not a monolith and then somebody does something that's outside of what you what your normal is and then you complain yeah i don't want to be that woke man like i i don't either even when i don't like some black shit i normally try to keep it the jokes and move the I, fuck on I like cook there's people that have online like their personality is i gotta get at kenya burris and at barris or whatever and then a big part of it is that they can't say they'll like they won't be able to say this show is funny they won't be able to say well you know what he addressed some of the commentary that people have said about him they won't even be able to say that with this show because that would kick them out of the little circle that's being created that's like a social circle of fuck him mm-hmm. you know and that's one of the things that scared me off of a lot of people was that social pressure to constantly be in on 
who we hate and who we like together all the goddamn time right. i can't do it Mm-mm. and so. we all have different tastes we all consider various different things funny so you know because there are things that i think is hilarious that might be offensive to somebody else like we all have different levels yeah i'm i'm seasons behind on um blackish i haven't watched any grownish or mixedish so mm-hmm. it's not even like i'm some super huge fan of him like that but it's like the hate got out of control man yes, it's just like damn y'all y'all like this nigga is hitler like it's i don't know it's just crazy but i do want to watch black as fuck because people i trust have said it's funny and to me that's more important than the internet's like we hate him now Agreed. type of feeling vibe um and don't write in with whatever the fuck he did i've seen the stuff that people cl- i just it does not fuck with me the way it fuck with them you know what i mean so don't even, you don't even have to waste your time being like why he ain't cast his family as dark skin hey man his family is light skinned in real life and he wanted to make the show real to his life you know now y'all gonna kick rashida jones out of blackness or whatever like good luck good luck your boys i'm just not going through it with y'all donna writes in on our email the at gmail.com black monday hi guys how did i never hear of this show black monday thank you for your janelle james interview and as always thanks for everything about the show thank you donna oh, thank you baby i'll tell you why you didn't hear about it because it's not um enough people watching it that uh have a problem with it because when you watch something you have problems that's when motherfuckers write the longest thing pieces yeah or 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 the people that are i hate everything type people it, this hadn't hit their uh well not just that man it it's out it's all the shit people claim they want mm-hmm it's all the shit people claim they want and guess what these motherfuckers don't watch it no they don't you know like this is another reason i can't take these complaining ass people serious because they watch all the popular shit that they know they won't like and they talk about it ad nauseum but then they claim well i won't why can't i get a show with some dark-skinned people i want more black people in it and why ever show gotta be about suffering why it can't be funny why it can't be this and here comes this show that's all checks every little fucking box that you complain about and you don't even watch it you mm-hmm. know whatever dog it's still a great show yeah that's why i dismiss those people and go okay i i can't take you seriously you or your opinion uh there's no santa claus at all says sonya who says hello rod and karen so i happened upon an older episode where i finally wanted to listen to episode 1797 bullet ball explained with justin and never in my life have i been so hilariously conflicted i can't not ruin this for other listeners who have not heard it but i listened to it and stay i stayed horrified i laugh like hell and i have so many questions mainly <laughs> mainly for the ex-wife it was a lot lol i listened to the podcast for almost two years now wondering what bullet ball was and now in the year of our lord and coronavirus 2020 <laughs> i finally found out and i have to equate it to finding out that santa claus is not real the easter bunny ain't shit and i'm a soulless <laughs> i'm a soulless monster for laughing like hell the main, uh, the main you get, if, if you pass that test you get our sense of humor the main takeaway i got from it is i should never give up on my dreams the other takeaway oh, yes! is that not everything needs a soundtrack to it shaking my damn head love y'all miss barnes thank you miss barnes thank you yeah he definitely uh he definitely found a way to persevere you know uh and he had the 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 rap with the remix uh speaking of rap and remixes the last email is from ahmad who you guys may know as infrared crypto 
uh if you guys listen to three guys on here over there you know mm-hmm. he's sent us beats i've used them for like ads uh background music for like some of our premium podcasts and stuff like that thank you baby uh he's a great producer and so he actually sent us five beats in yay hi rider karen this is amad aka infrared crypto just wanted to appreciate you all for the great content during this pandemic i've been enjoying shows lately and it's been a delight to hear you guys every week i just wanted to send you all a few new beats i created for the podcast in case you all needed any music in the foreseeable future just trying to get my creative juices flowing with this time feel free to use them anytime hopefully you'll enjoy them thank you all so much Ahmad. thank you yeah and i actually uh did download them so i could play them okay yay um let me see if i can get this thing to play right uh because uh for some reason it wouldn't play one of my uh one of my players like it wanted to play in itunes or something like that instead of uh the groove or whatever the fuck microsoft puts on your shit um, <laughs> one of these old defunct ass microsoft programs right it's like uh can i be your default no bitch i don't want you as out zune groove yeah you're like why is this even still on here windows media player yes window Me- now that shit pops up i'm like the fuck you come from yeah oh uh, so the first one is called blooming dreams is so it's probably about outback or something <laughs> the blooming onion there um Got the little chimes going on here. Yeah, we could definitely use that for like an ad read or, you know, when I come out of my mixtape. Yes, yeah, sweet boy, the Tyboli is back. <laughs> I like that. It's a, it's, 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 it's a laid back beat. Yeah, it's groovy. Um,. Is that blooming dreams okay let's see what else we got here we got uh this one's called bounce again um let me see what this one sounds like but yeah i, I realized i could use them for ad copy the other day i was like yeah we can start doing some ad. Oh. Oh yeah, man. I, I mean, like I said, he always does such great work. Um, but yeah, that's that's a smooth, uh, smooth, a stone cold groove, as we used to say back in the old days. Uh, this next one is called Fretless Wonder. I feel like I should be doing more over these beats than just playing them. I like this one the most so far. 
think i like this either this one or the last one the most so far this sound like some lo-fi mm-hmm. some good steady music like somebody could sing an r&b hook to this come on put fonte on this yes fonte yeah man i mean very talented dude man mm-hmm. I, you know i almost feel bad because like i said we don't really have like a hip-hop show really it's, we just playing the beats i feel like you know we should like it's not like we have freestyle fridays or some shit <laughs> right to like really juice up these beats to to you know to make it more to give them justice yeah This is rising waves. I feel like it's gonna have a type of beat flip coming in here in a second or something. Yes, you continue to play it, probably will. Yeah, man um and then you left one more called subsonic um but yeah i will definitely use these for the show man um for sure and then you know sometimes i do like rap parody shit on stuff mm-hmm. might do use it for that you know normally i go on spotify and just find some royalty free beats and that's what i've been that's, that's what i you know i have been doing so yeah. um, thank you baby i'm trying to get this last one to play for some reason uh okay let's try to maybe i hit the wrong you're very good at your job sweetie oh oh this is the best one there's already off break that was uh my bad i hit it twice try to unpause it oh that's my yeah this is the best one Like some video game music. It does. Maybe that's why you call it Subsonic. Mm-hmm. Sound like you're You want to go ahead and rap over it real quick? Go ahead. Mm-mm. Why not? I'm bad. All right, I'll start the rap and then you can finish it, okay? You ready? Here we go. Go ahead. Coronavirus. My third eye is open like I'm Osiris. Look at my iris. Write this down on the papyrus. Karen coming through with the silence. The violence is what we kick it with. Nonviolence is how you get stuck and sticky with it. The blood is wet. 
but the boy Rod, he don't never ever forget. We hey. talked about the progress. Motherfuckers wanna talk to the Congress. I don't wanna digress, but you better get up out of your seat and make sure you go vote when it's time to eat. When it's time to meet. Ah, uh, okay, there you go. That's all I got. <laughs> Karen, go ahead, finish it off. Oh. Go Karen. It's your birthday. It's Karen in the house and I'm here to say the coronavirus in a special way has ruined everybody's (laughs) life. So y'all niggas stay at home tonight. (laughs) I'm terrible at this, y'all. No, that was good. I like that. That's that's I'm bad at this. I like the uh start of that. My name is Karen, and I'm here to say I love fruity peppers I, in a major way. I, I didn't know where else to start. I'm I'm not good. That was good. Don't don't knock yourself. Uh, this is what happens when people actually freestyle, you know. Yes. This is what it sounds like. But thank you, uh, Infrared Crypto, thank for the beats, you. man. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I I didn't do your beat justice. But you thank did. You. you can stop apologizing. Stop knock yourself down, Karen. Come on now. We don't need this in 2019. Keep okay, positive. okay, okay. We gonna keep it positive. Just just like uh my plan has improved my rap game can improve mm-hmm. this is all uh all freestyle fun stuff okay this uh you know he sent these beats in because he wanted us to to rap over them and say stuff to make it fun and cool for everybody you know yeah we can have fun so that's what i'm that's what we doing Go ahead and give them some of them bars about Trump, Karen. Go ahead. I'll give them some bars about mm-hmm. Trump. I got Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to start the thing. My name is Karen, and I'm here to say, fuck Trump in a special way. He's an ass. He's an ass. <laughs> Don't let your president get your ass whooped. Fuck <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga sucks that's that's pretty good that's you know these are the bars that he wanted to, you know that's not how i would have took it you also, know, but you know I, he makes me mad you know that i was thinking we was gonna give some good trump bars but i feel you you know like my girls diamond and silk you know <laughs> they would have killed this all right y'all that's it for today oh, they, oh yeah they would have killed it they, they'd be like we love donald trump donald trump is the man <laughs> he's the first black president everybody stand that's how they gonna go all right y'all that's it for today man we will continue to coon <laughs> okay karen with him i don't think she won't let me in the show guys i'm oh, sorry y'all mm-hmm. yes yeah, uh, you were secretly wanting to rap the whole time no i was yeah, not you're trying to act like trying to play it down i was not mm-hmm now you can't let it go dude. you got me started the inspiration is hit okay say we, we still on donald trump what is we rapping about now uh i don't know what's going around the world today uh ralph northam oh that's the virginia president virginia governor mm-hmm. okay shout out to my nigga He's representing black people in a special way. He's letting us know he is on our side. Before he gets done, we're going to have freedom, y'all. Real freedom, y'all. He's like, what you want? Let me know. Put it on the list. I'll pass it today. If I don't today, it'll get done tomorrow. He's like, you want the right to vote? I got you. 
I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. That's what they say. My wife, you know, she 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 told me I can't moonwalk, but you know what? I'm a moonwalk past these bills for you. <laughs> Was it a lot of rhyming going on in, in those I, raps? I told you I don't be listening to. <laughs> it was very De La Soul type of flow there. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't be listening to the to the, to the sixteen bars. I'm, I I'm guess sorry. The, the rhymes was optional on this one, but yeah, I appreciate the effort. Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm giving you effort. You know, that's why I, that's, that's why I was saying, you know, you're supposed to kind of get on the twos and the foes with the beats. I, 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 you know, I might can dance on twos and foes. I can't rap in the 16 bars, nothing like that. Well, I thought I thought it was great, Karen. Thank okay. you. I appreciate the work. Um, I was trying. He did. He did good. All right. Now I'm going to end it for real this time. <laughs> Unless uh, MC Karen over there got some more bars. I'm about to say, get you got some more bars oh uh, the, the i was you know i was gonna wrap it up so <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean it sounds better than um you know uh i think it sounds uh better than elton howard jr oh no uh, it's, it's better than mike you know <laughs> um you know so. i'm trying y'all I, I tried so i mean you doing you did good all right y'all that's it for today man thank y'all for listening we'll be back tomorrow um, we will mc karen in the house mc karen <laughs> is in the house okay all right tell your friends her name is karen <laughs> she's here to say okay she is here to say you she can- is <laughs> say she is here to say she will not demand a manager mm-hmm. we'll see you guys uh tomorrow and then monday we have a guest uh mike kaplan uh comedian it's been a while since he's been on the oh, show but i can't wait to be here on monday he has Yay. an album coming out and i want to say next sunday is jail coven so and then i know chris lambert's coming back soon so mm-hmm. lots and lots of guests guys all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.